Welcome to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. My name is Jay Shalansky and joining me today is my co-host, the raccoon of your dreams, it's Evan Bullris. These paws get everywhere. How's it going? <laughs> hey, we haven't, uh, what's it been, about four episodes since we've actually just talked? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because um, we did a bunch of interviews uh, in the in the meantime. Yeah, it was uh, nice actually to have like a uh, to have a uh, kind of a backlog so we could uh, yeah. So it'd be funny. So I'd come over and uh, right because we each there's a lot between Jay and I's actual jobs and then what we do on the side. Like we're kind of loaded to bear. And so I'd come over and be like, "What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Want to play some Ninja Turtles, buddy? Yeah." <laughs> so we'd go and we'd play through like Ninja Turtles. We'd eat dinner. Then I'd yeah. If, like, if you've watched any of our live streams where we're playing games, you can see the Ninja Turtles arcade cabinet in the background. So it's one of those one-up ones. And uh, Rachel uh, got it for me for my birthday, which was just recently. And so um, I set it up here in the office uh, next to the Star Wars one, and which I got for Christmas from Rachel last year. <laughs> And I'm making a collection here. Uh, next one's NBA Jam. And then, uh, um, so, uh, yeah, we would start to like, hey, do you want to record something? You want to try to beat Turtles? Uh, yeah. <laughs> One Up Arcade is a very interesting company. Yeah. Right? How they, because honestly, like, so I bought uh, off a website, a it's a double arcade stick, and it's got like 3,000 games or something on it. And it's all not legal <laughs> ROM hacks. And I know it's not legal because it has the Alien vs. Predator beat em up game. And that's in licensing heck, and you'll never come out of it because each person owns so many different things by Capcom, but they don't own Alien and Predator. But uh, so that was like 150 bucks. Yeah. Or you can pay like more and get a cabinet with two games on it. And I'm almost more desirable about that because it's cool room filler. Yeah. And also like the dream of owning an arcade. We Actually, you and I were talking about this like. I miss going into a legitimate arcade. Yeah. Like we walk, so you're in the food court of a mall. Yep. Right. And then it's loud and busy. Then you walk in the arcade and just, be, it's a different loud and busy, but it's like weirdly calming. Uh, so like to actually have like the startings of an arcade, uh, one of our, my friends, uh, Aaron Utley, he's got like four. Now he's like lining them up and I'm like low key, super jealous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the goal, right? Like, and they're, they're going to keep going. They're doing well. And um, the nice thing is the, uh, the Walmart near where I live uh, always has them, and no one buys them from there except yeah, for us. It's so it's like, man, because uh, everyone was like, like cool. "You can't get that turtles one anywhere," and I'm like, "Yeah, she just got it at Walmart." Yeah, because like, you saw it, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, uh, turtles is actually because it's got four spots." I'm like, "That's a great like yeah. drunk game to play with your friends because whatever, right? right? There's two buttons, jump and hit. And yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it, and you just have infinite lives, so no one right. It's just perfect. And I was like, "Ah, oh, what's Amazon got?" Like. Eight ninety nine. I'm like that MSRP'd for three fifty. Yeah. I was like, that's not well. Right. And they're doing this thing now too, where it gets confusing. So like Walmart near us, they have the Mortal Kombat one, which has one, two, and three yeah. on it, but it doesn't come with the little riser. Uh, so like, because what they did first when they did one up, they sold the arcade game because the riser separately. Yeah, because yeah. I think they were planning. We were talking about this. Yeah. They were planning on it for for it to be kids. Yeah, and, or or you would be sitting down to play it, and then everyone was like. Yo, what are you talking about? These are arcade games. Like they should be this height so we could stand up and play them. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we'll start making risers for them because you could. I remember you could buy like just a generic one-up riser that was yeah, like yeah. next next to all the other arcades. And now for I think it's like a hundred bucks more, you get two games and the riser, and you know, which it's cool. And the, the only after I did the second one, it was better, but. The first time when I was put, you have to put them together. Mm -hmm. God, it's a pain in the butt. 
like the first time and you're like yo what i gotta put the, i just want to play this dumb game yeah like, you know it's it's weird right because you're you're paying for the cabinet really is what you're paying for yeah right like the cool cabinet with all the official artwork like the star wars one's awesome right like yeah it's just got x-wings on it and tight fight yeah, like, yeah, perfect. Yeah. it looks cool but <laughs> it comes unassembled and then you're paying for the star wars name on it right? yeah uh but it the problem is is it's awesome so you you kind of like like i never even liked those arcade hunting games but the next one that's coming out at the end of the year i think oh, they yeah. have a buck hunter with the buck two hunt. rifles in there i'm like yeah i would play that here like right like so that's my cool. current wish list is nba jam it has nba jam and two other basketball i yeah i i've told this story uh i don't know if i've ever told it here but like basically when i was kid there was this one summer i think i was 12 or 10 or something like that and I wanted NBA Jam for Sega Genesis or, or no, Super Nintendo or something. I don't remember. And my parents wouldn't get it for me. They're like, yeah. no, you have enough video games. So, like, if you want it, you have to earn it. And I had been starting a job as mowing lawns. Like, because mm -hmm. listen. So I bought a Dreamcast, yeah. Yeah, I've loved money since I was born. And so, <laughs> like, I sold my, I had a blankie, you know. Everyone yeah. had one of those that you carried around. My dad bought it for me for 10 bucks. And I was like, okay. And just that was it. That was the end of it, right? Yeah. So ever since I was little, money was a, a huge motivator for me. Um, and growing up pretty poor, like, you know, yeah, uh, it, it was. And so uh, that summer, my grandfather gave me this old beat-up lawnmower that I actually had to work off to buy from him. I had to, like, mow his lawn to get it. He, he did lawnmower repair. And so we fixed the lawnmower together. It was a push mower. And then I basically went around my whole neighborhood asking all the old ladies uh, and, you know, old people, like, hey, I'll mow your lawn for 10 bucks. I'll yeah, do the whole yeah. thing. Like, no matter how big it was, if it was smaller, I'd do it for five, you know. And I worked all, I worked my ass off all summer, mowing, 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 mowing. Finally earned whatever it was, 50, 40 bucks, yeah. whatever it was to get NBA Jam. And then I had to wait because my parents wouldn't take un unnecessary trips to, to yeah, anywhere, to town, right? Because yeah. we, we lived close to where i live now so it was out a ways right mm -hmm. and so like no unnecessary trips to town unless we could like do multiple things yeah and so i remember i had to wait for us to go to get our family portrait done remember when you used to yeah, have to go yeah. to that like owen mills and yeah. go get your family porch so they're like okay well the toys r us is right by where we're getting our picture taken so when we do that we'll stop at toys r us since it's right next door and you can you can go in and get whatever you want with yeah. your money I remember going in. I Grab called it. that day to make sure it was in stock, right? Yeah. Oh, I go in. I get an NBA Jam. I bring the little ticket up from yeah, the, the toys. Paper, yeah, yeah. Up with they go and unlock it. And I brought it home. And I I played that for like a week straight and then got in trouble because I wasn't mowing lawns anymore. And so, <laughs> so like NBA Jam kind of holds like this place oh, sure. in my heart, you know. And when it came out on the Wii a few years ago, I like I got it and we were playing it. And, uh, and now that it's an arcade. Oh, oh, it's perfect. Well, it's this another cool game that like there's two buttons. Yeah, right. Like shoot, pass. Right. Yeah, there's yeah, not like yeah. a whole lot to it, so anybody can. It's it's one of those games that's easy to teach. You can teach it in like a breath, and after you play for like a minute, you understand everything about it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, yeah okay, just do crazy stuff. Try to get like dunks. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, You're on fire. Yeah. Like oh add some God. cool stuff. It's fun. It's a lot. Of Must be the lights. shoes. <laughs> oh, I loved it so. Anyway, so that's our arcade story. Um, a little housekeeping. So this weekend, uh, we're going to be live streaming because uh, we are running the 
Gen Con Legion event, Star Wars Legion event. And so we're going to be live streaming that. We have three channels going, two on Twitch, one on Yavin Base, one on Dash TV. And then Evan and I will be on our YouTube channel live streaming both Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. The neat thing is, even if you don't play Legion or if you can't play Gen Con at Gen Con, um, we're going to be giving away stuff to the stream. So yep. like we have a bunch of like a mega paint set from Army Painter and yeah. wet palettes from Army Painter and regular paint sets. Like we have a ton from Army Painter. They're the sponsor of the whole stream. Um, but there's other stuff we're going to be giving away like event decks and, and, and order tokens for Legion. And so just come hang out with us. You know, talk some crap in the channel with yeah. us, and because uh, Evan and I are going to do our best to uh, <laughs> comment on Legion games for a whole for two days. So. Yeah, you know, it's uh, so I like commenting X-wing streams uh, because things happen pretty quick, and movement is dynamic, and yeah. you, you're kind of always guessing where they're going to go, and the dice can be exciting. Um, in Legion, like sometimes it feels rough to watch because there's like it's not. The problem is it's not really a problem with the game because the game's not made to be a spectator right. thing, right? It's not like uh, uh, baseball or something, right? It's yeah, like, we're turning it into something. It's yeah, not, right. Yeah. So like that's that's kind of the issues like with the downtime when they're thinking and like when you're playing the game, like you don't really think about it, you know, because it's not like a you're not supposed to act different from right. spectators, right? Uh, but it's on since it's on TTS, it's a little bit more interactive and you get better angles and the boards look super all are all perfect, right? Like yeah, you know, yeah, it's not yeah. bad boards. There's all the models are painted, right? Like it's it's so it's it's interesting to watch. I think if you're going to watch it, especially during this uh, this you know craziness, it's this is the best way to do it. Yeah. Until we hit like uh, hopefully LVO happens. Um, fingers crossed. I would love. Yeah, we'll be there if it does. Um, but it's hard to say, right? Yeah. Who knows, man? Like <laughs> know, all like, the planning started for LVO, and I was just like, yo, I have no idea. Yeah, because it's it's rough because it's. It's so far in the future, and uh, right. things change every day, right? Lately, so. Uh, but um, I think LVO is like probably the next. I don't want to call it real event, but like in person event. That yeah, it's yeah, supposed yeah. To happen? For sure. Um, if it does, you know, that right. I I hope it does because I, really I mean, like to go. I think the only way it does is if something significantly changes, like we get a, a at least a um, a shot or something for COVID, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because. Every like even the kids' schools are talking about just Still being not. remote when they go back in September because there's just no solution right now, right? Yeah. Um, and and it all varies from location. You know, New York we had it really bad in the beginning, and now it's kind of we've flattened the curve and we're doing great now, right? Yeah. But now other states are doing bad, and now they're you know New York thinks there's going to be another surge. So it's just you know I don't want to talk about this too much, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're we're staying positive. Um, yeah. The, because uh, I would really love to. That's positive. <laughs> yeah, I'd really love to go this year. Um, yeah. For that sure. said, um, Gen Con's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we'll see some more. Uh, it's fun, Legion, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that. We'll also be doing, for those of you who don't care about Legion, um, we're going to do a sale on our website for all the games that we carry now, too. So I haven't decided what it is, and I got to finalize that in the next day or so. But I'll, I'll finalize that and I'll make an announcement on our Facebook page. Um, yeah, we'll be running a deal so you can get the games that we're carrying right now for, you know, a good, uh, good yeah, notable off. ones, um, Forgotten Waters. Yep. Uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to see either our playthrough or our talk with Mr. Bistro, uh, shut up and sit down. I actually did a playthrough as well. And they use the remote app so you can actually kind of see how that works. Um, but check that out and you can get through us, especially on that sale. Yeah. Uh, we'll have that. Um, we're going to be, Jay and I are kind of really getting into Wild West Exodus and we yep. haven't even played a game yet. Uh, so we 
we'll be streaming that. Um, that's going to be super cool. And honestly, the buy-in is pretty low for a cool mini game. Yeah, and what we're, we're hoping to do is um, with all these games that we've been interviewing, right, well, most of them that we've been interviewing about, is hopefully that we can get them on the table and show you. Like, if you haven't seen, we did a Blood Red Skies. Yep. Uh, playthrough we did um we did a uh, fallout playthrough uh War, yep. our buddy war corgi did a uh, elder scrolls yeah, um, really battle good, report yeah. which is awesome this is all on our youtube channel um and so you know i i want to show you what these games can be and like so for instance rachel and i uh that's for those of you who are new and actually i got a fun game for us to play in a little, little bit here for for newer listeners but Rachel is my partner in crime. Uh, she and I spent the entire weekend, a couple weekends ago, putting together like 90% of the Red Oak playset of terrain for, for Wild West yeah, Exodus, that's really good. Um, which we sell on our website. And uh, so we're hoping to get that all on the table. And then I started painting um, up uh, some of the minis. And so, you know, we'll get that and, and start playing battle reports and stuff of Wild West Exodus. Well, uh, Evan and I are both painting up Conflict Forty Seven right now too. Um, we're working on <laughs> yeah, we're working on Blood and Plunder. Our buddy uh, Brad is yep. paint, painting up Blood and Plunder. Yeah, I really miss uh, like X Wing. Actually, just had a points update today mm. and a format change, and I miss playing it. A because uh, it's X Wing, it's fun. You yep. a game in an hour, or whatever. Right, like it's cool like that. Uh, but also, like, if you just wanted a new unit, you just go to the shelf, you buy it, you open the package, yeah. you put on the peg, it's pre-painted, and it's ready to go. Right? Like, that. Yeah. I kind of missed that, like that. So we were talking about, like, with Blood Red Skies, how we liked it, because it's easier gameplay-wise than yep. X-Wing. But the downside is you have to put together and paint the models, right? Um, yeah, at least just paint them to make them look like... Because, yeah. I mean, you can do green red, and they actually give you little stickers. Yep. Uh, so you can, if, like, you just want to put... These are the German planes, these are the British planes, go um but yeah i mean it's still like it still doesn't beat like a painted ghost model that they put out right, right? like right. and i know um a lot of people have some even awesome mods they do on x-wing but it again that that nice like if someone comes in the store and like hey what do i need to get to play x-wing you, you point out like a slave one like they want to play scum like boba fett and a couple of ships and they can open them put them right, in and share templates and go right like yeah. you don't have to uh build them or paint them which is like nice but uh um but yeah like it's the bonus to doing all these games is we've been exposed to a lot more of the, the downsides. Like my my queue has just gotten like out of control. Right before when we were when we were only a Legion podcast, we were only worried about putting Legion together, right? Yeah, and then, whatever. Right, and uh, that yeah. seemed overwhelming at the time, especially if you were multi faction. Yeah. But like now it's uh, yeah, and so so anyways. But we love it. We love all these games, and they're all super interesting. And that's why we bring these people to you and, and talk about them, and hope that you like them too, and and you get to learn something, yep. right? Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Uh, let's see. Um, lately, uh, not a whole lot. Um, I know new releases for product. I haven't really seen much lately. Uh, Gen Con. Um, will be not uh, Gen Con. Blah blah blah. blah. The in-flight report. Um, oh, yeah. If for, you don't catch it, FFG. If this comes out when I think it's going to come out, um, it'll be on our website, and you can watch it if you don't watch it live. So yeah. So what we're going to do is Wednesday night. Um, yep. You should be listening to this Wednesday during the day. Yep. So tonight, you, uh, Evan, uh, Mike Cirillo, and Mike Dashes Barry. The, the those are two guys that that work for the Fifth Trooper. They're all going to watch the ffg in-flight report live yep. and and comment and tell you what they think as it happens yeah it's just uh uh you know i watched a lot of 
like right it's not an original idea everybody does this kind of thing for all the video game streams and releases that like the microsoft press conference which yeah pass is a great deal you should look into that uh but otherwise uh it's just fun, man. Like I, uh, you know, I do it with my friends when we when we watch it. We'd get together and like a Discord chat, and uh, or if like I'd have them over and would just comment on streams. And so I'm actually really excited to like. There's that possible like maybe my Marvel Crisis Protocol gets an X Men expansion, which everyone's kind of like yeah. really waiting for. Then there's I've got that corset. I got to build put together because <laughs> uh, uh, we'd love to do that. <laughs> that game's cool. Uh, our, our friend uh, John is uh, John Bushman's really into it. Um, oh yeah, so I'd be good. For that, but then they announced two unreleased product lines. Um, that man, fingers crossed for like a cooperative. I want an LCG Star Wars game. I want Arkham Horror except Star Wars, where you get like Han, Lando, Luke, Leia, like a hero. You build a deck for him, and then you cooperatively go through like an adventure with them. Uh, I would, I would punch, uh, punch grown man oh. for to get that. Pow! All right, that sounds good. Ka-chow. Yeah. Ciao. Who knows. Who knows what's coming? Well, it's rough because they, right, like uh, FFG's like card division and miniatures division, and it just said unreleased product, so it could be just more stuff. And then they sprint the multiple days. We're only going to be doing the one, the yeah. one in flight, and then if you want to get into more deeper dive, what they're going to do, um, that there's a lot. There's one every day. Like, yeah. Unfortunately, I just don't have time. Right. <laughs> like, as much as I'd love to, just time is not not allowed for that. Yeah. So so that's happening this weekend. Um. All right. So now I have a fun game for us to play, Evan. Do it. I'm going to give you... So this is for all of you who may be new to our podcast or for those of you who maybe haven't listened through all of our episodes and don't know us as well. So we're going to do a little get-to-know-Jay-and-Evan session here. I'm handing Evan a deck of cards. You're going to shuffle those cards, my friend. And what we're going to do is we're going to go back and forth. There's questions on these cards, and uh, we will ask them. And, and if we think it's ridiculous, don't worry about it. Or answer it if you want. I'll go first. That's fair. Ready, All Evan? Right. Hit me. Have you ever had a this can't be happening moment? And what was it? Oh, okay. Um, I... I think when I was younger, uh, I used to build Gundam models. Okay. And I had them all on my shelf, all lined up. And every, I'd mow on, and the Gundam models were $10. So I'd buy one every week. And I didn't know about like the gun. It wasn't really a thing back then. I lived up in the middle of nowhere in New York. Like I had a pair of, uh, I used toenail clippers to clip them <laughs> out of the spruce. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know. I had no idea. Right. right. I was on my own. And I, I was, uh, one of my friends stayed the night and, uh, I woke up and the whole room was shaking. It was an earthquake. And then all of my Gundams were just plummeting off my shelf and like <laughs> smashing on the cuz they were like fragile. They weren't these weren't like really nice Gundams. Yeah, they were yeah. like and then he he used to like I used to have like walk-in closets. So anytime my friends stayed over, I'd give them a closet. They got like a little room, right? So he like kicked open the closet. He's like, "What the hell's going on?" I'm like, "I don't know, my Gundams." He's like, "No, your Gundams are like trying to catch him." And my yeah. mom runs upstairs <laughs> and she's like, "You know, there's an earthquake." This was a well, a bad one. I don't even know the year. This is when I was younger. And so we're running outside. Uh, it wasn't, well, we each had Gundams in our arms. It was just like pieces <laughs> falling off. And uh, oh my God. Yeah, that was, uh, I didn't really know what was going on. It, like, it was pretty quick. And it was a big earthquake for upstate New York. Was that, um, I want to say it was like 2001, right? Because I remember there yes. being one around that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That was probably, because that fix, I would have been, I would have been in high school and like early high school, yeah. I think, because I graduated in 2006. So this is a funny story. 
the reason I remember that was I uh, I was not in high school. I was out of high school, and my parents had left town. This okay. is the first time I've ever talked about this, so I oh. hope they're not listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and at the time, uh, I was in between apartments, and so I was living at their house. They went out of town on vacation. I had a big party at their house, and I remember being awoken by the house shaking, but I had maybe had some drinks and was not aware of what was going on. And then later that morning, my grandmother called me because she knew I was home alone. She goes, yeah. Jason, are you okay? Did you feel that earthquake this morning? I go, that's what that was? <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, one of my friends caught it while wink, he was driving wink, and didn't, nod, nod. <laughs> didn't, uh, uh, didn't feel anything, didn't even react. Like. So you want to know what my, I just thought of what my this can't be happening moment is. Do it. And it's small. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I was trying to learn how to bake stuff. Okay. Uh, this was before Rachel came into my life and eased all my cooking and baking concerns by being a magnificent chef. And uh, she, uh, so this was years ago. I was by myself, just me. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm, I bought my house and there was a bunch of rhubarb plants around. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a strawberry rhubarb pie. My grandmother used to make them. I really want to make this. So I'm making it. I'm sweating and... It's middle of summer, and th- th- it's like I'm gonna do this, right? I've, I I I put the shell in the in the pan, I I in the pie plate. I put the rhubarb and strawberry mix that I just sweat and read all these instructions. Put it in, right? And I put set it on the table. Okay, I go to do something else. I come back, and just as I'm looking. I see that the pie plate is just sliding towards the edge of the table. But when I cut, when I finally see it, it's already to the edge and it just hits the floor and everything goes everywhere. And it was all the rhubarb that I had. And I looked at the table because I had put it in the mid, like not in the middle, middle of the table, but nowhere near an edge. The condensation had built up under the plate somehow. And it just, there was like a pie (laughs) plate streak across the table (laughs) And my pie was on the floor. And I was like, I can't believe it. And I was thinking to myself at the time, for those of you that believe in ghosts, would you have attributed that to the specter in your home? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah 100%. Where in my yeah. mind, I'm just like, science, man. And then, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, condensation. What a weird thing. And then went about my day, you know? But I was like, hmm. But yeah, I couldn't believe that was happening. I, uh, I'll, I got a ghost. I got a couple ghost experiences. I don't believe in it, so hit me. All right, so um, one of them, uh, I was—I just dropped my girlfriend off at the time at work. Uh, she worked in. Vermont. This story's already unbelievable. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, got him. That's it's, a got him. Everybody. It's only Twenty-two minutes and fifty-five seconds in, <laughs> uh, and I. I so I dropped her off. So I used to drive her over to work, and it's in Vermont, and I lived in Plattsburgh. So you had to get on a ferry and go across. Okay. And uh, so I dropped her off, came back, because she worked like twelve-hour shifts. So I wasn't spending twelve hours in Vermont. Sure. Um. So I came back and I went to bed, and then I heard a scream in my ear, like a really loud. I was the only one in the house. Yeah. So loud it hurt my ear, and I woke up, panicked, right? Because I thought like, oh god, who is it? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, Never found out. And then, uh, so then, of course, you, your brain starts like, well, it had to be from something. Right. So then I Google, like, uh, deaths in area. And apparently a murderer used to dump bodies in the river. Oh. Like, my house was on the river. Yeah. Like, right next to it. And I'm like, 
so that we moved. Well, that's not the reason we moved, but that's... <laughs> so then we moved. The end. That's one. That's the... I've got some others, uh, but that's the one that, like, shook me the most, I suppose. Uh, hmm. Because that, I couldn't... Like, normally you might hear something, yeah. you might see a door close and that, but, like, I woke up and my ear hurt from someone yelling at it, and that's... Okay. Could have been a... Fair. It could have been... I, I used to get... My ears are weird, man. They've gone through a lot. Uh, so it could have just been my ear hurting, but, yeah. like, I remember being, like, real spooked... You know, it's interesting. I, uh, you know, Rachel really likes scary stuff. And like, so we always watch either scary movies or like, I'm not a huge fan, but you know, so we always watch scary movies or like those like retold stories yeah, where yeah. they reenact them. And like, even as a kid, I have just, it's just one of those things I've just never like believed in on any level and ever like, I've never had an experience where. Like I, it was un like something was if it was if it was something that was unexplained, it would be something simple like okay well like okay so for instance uh, I had a girlfriend once that at her parents' house she was telling me there's a ghost I'm like why do you say that and she's like well just randomly the light will turn on and off in the hallway like all the time and I'm like okay great. And so it happened one time while I was there, and I was like, you know what? So the next day, I shut off the breaker, and I went and opened up the electric... Of course, it was just yeah, a faulty so, wire, yeah, right? Yeah. And so... But it, it was a ghost. And I'm like, no, that's a faulty... You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But that's just always been my... That's true. I think I, I, I'll i take uh, uh, Mike from Red Letter Media, uh, it's a YouTube channel, that yeah. does movie stuff. Uh, he's like an optimistic skeptic. Like, he kind of wants it to happen but every show he watches it just never happens so like yeah i i want it to be a thing but i've never actually like had confirmation so uh like it's yeah i don't actively think my house is being haunted but that's the only time where i i had something happen to me and i couldn't figure it out right yeah it wasn't like a like a loose wire or a door that was built wrong so it closes or right like, right right you know yeah that's interesting but uh, all right, Go I ahead. got a card. I got a card. Ask a question. Draw one. All right. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, well, okay, it's kind of whatever. If you could marry a fictional character, who would it be? Fictional. Fictional. You promise you won't tell Rachel uh, or let her listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel, I would only marry. No, Rachel. This is fake. Okay, Rachel. Just if you're listening, this isn't real. It's just not. It's a big goof. Real. It's a big goof, buddy. Um, fictional character. Hmm. <laughs> I. Uh, easy answer. I'll give you the easy answer. It's Princess Leia. Oh, that's such a cop out answer. Yeah, it is. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> or or Wonder Woman. Okay. All right. There's a little bit, <laughs> a little less of a cop out considering yeah. you're wearing a Star Wars shirt right now. Yeah. yeah. Or. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's good. No, that'll that's do good. it. That'll do it. That's fine. Yeah. I feel like if I give any other answers, it'll start giving like inroads into my psyche and that'll be used against me somehow. <laughs> so, yeah. Leia or Wonder Woman. All right. That's fine. That's fair. What about you, Evan? Oh, uh, no. No, this question only no, goes one way. No, 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 no. Um, gosh. Uh, who... I don't really get attached to, I guess it'd be like, 
So a lot of dead air here. Uh, trying to think. Come on, Evan. Well, like, look, like you were on the spot. Like, uh, um, I don't know. Actually, maybe like uh, it's like Star Wars characters come up early, right? Because I get have been that's just been what I've been doing the past five years of my life. It's just Star Wars, Star Wars, Star mm-hmm. Wars. I don't really have any attachment to any of the characters, but I'd say like. You know, like, uh, uh, maybe, uh, the worst part is <laughs> Gadget from, uh, Gadget from Rescue Rangers came up in my head. <laughs> and that's, and really, that's what we're going with. And then uh, I think so, right? Like, I don't know. She gets things done, I guess. She's smart. She's, uh, the only one that keeps the team together. Uh, I can respect that. <laughs> All right. I'm looking for a question here. All right. Nope. That's not appropriate for uh, <laughs> this channel. Ah, this is a good one. All right. If you had to pick a new name for yourself, what name would you pick? Oh, geez. So, when I was... When my parents were figuring out a name for me, it was either going to be Evan or Fletcher. Okay. And I thank God every day that they did not take <laughs> Fletcher. Uh, but honestly, like, uh, I was always a fan of a... Uh, of a good solid like old timey name, sure. Like uh, like Ian at this point is almost old timey because no one really. It's funny you said that. You know what popped into my head? What? Thaddeus. Ooh, I would I would be Thaddeus. A Thaddeus. Thaddeus is a mean name. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Ian's not bad, or a uh, or a Jebediah. I uh, I knew an Ian growing up. Just call me a Jeb. Yeah, Ian. Uh, he he lived on my street. He was my brother's age, so he was about four or five years younger than me, and yeah. All right, your turn. Give me a question. Okay, I'm trying to find a... Yeah. So these decks, we're, like... we're just dra- drawing random out of this question deck, and some of them are, are just don't make sense or inappropriate for uh... this podcast. <laughs> this isn't even like... Okay. Here, like, here's one. Like, some of these are not bad. Some of them are like... Yeah. Have you ever licked a battery? Yep. Nine yeah, me volt. too. Done. All yeah. right. Question... <laughs> Well, here's a story about a battery I'd like to tell. All right, Evan. What's the longest you've ever waited in line, and what was it for? Uh, it was an hour, and it was for Galaxy's Edge. Because uh, I don't do lines. Like, I I generally, unless it's something I need to do, I will just find another alternative. Like, if I go in the, when I worked at, I worked in malls for most of my younger life, uh, and you go in the food court, whatever had a line, I would just go to the other one. Because I just, I want... I need to go do it, right? Yep. And uh, it had to either be... Because that was an hour wait, and Disney's like usually spot on with how they do it. Because uh, that was an hour. I went to um, out to a my plant I'm rented at, bought a facility in California. And so I went out with my boss at the time of that plant out there, and uh, we did what we needed for the day. We got out early. He's like, yo, you want to go? Because <laughs> the, the place we bought is literally right next to yeah. Disney. And I'm like, yeah, I want to go to Disney. And so we went there. And we're like we're like speed walking to Disney, but then we stopped and we saw it's a small world. And like we walked up and he's like, just a couple of beards want some tickets into the uh, <laughs> small world. Front seats, please. Yeah. And so that was really fun. But we like speed walked to Disney. Like we were both Star Wars guys. So we went yeah. back there and it said uh, like an angel wait time, like an hour. And I'm like, because I'd never been to any Disney. This was crazy. Like I was getting sensory overload. He's like, yo, it's only an hour. Let's go. So we ran in there. But yeah, I think an hour is the longest time. You know, it's um, it's funny. I mine's a similar answer. It's Disney. Like I don't, I've never been one to like, you know, I'll, I'll 
where we live, you can go to opening night of a Star Wars movie, and it's and, there's no line, right? Yeah. You can get in. Um, and now with the way things are, you can buy seats, right? Oh yeah, yeah like so, a movie tavern or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Disney, same thing, and it's the the Avatar Land that even oh, and I that was, that was like really that was yeah. like a year and a half after it was out, and I was still yeah. waiting. Like, and I think it was an hour thirty minutes to get into one of them. It's like Avatar is one of those franchises that people didn't think was going to be a thing, and then they really just wanted to be a thing, and then yeah. it's kind of a thing now like still around like the avatar 2 is coming maybe sometime never like yeah it got it got delayed again well and it's all disney now right because fox yeah. uh yeah. disney bought fox so all right go ahead what do you got all right what I do think, you got buddy? i think I started with oh no that's where you shot me one um <laughs> on point uh how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant well, you being a chicken owner I, now, I am an expert in this yeah. field. Uh, so I have a number of chickens, and Evan and I talk every time we see them. That I feel like if I ever like died while feeding them or something, that they would absolutely eat. Oh me yeah, alive. I've got a, a, a st- after like hanging out with these chickens for a while out there. You know, talking them up, getting some info. Yeah, if you ever fell down in there and like no one was around, and you couldn't get up. There'd just be bones, yeah, and like a scarf. I'd say I'd say it'd take a good hundred to two hundred chickens to eat a to, to eat really, an just elephant. Really, just go at it. Yeah, I'd say if the I think the if pro, it's dead, twenty. I think the pro move of the elephant is just like start rolling around. Yeah, like not try to fight on his feet. Like yeah, get the ground game, man. Start gotta, swinging with gotta, that truck. Yeah, just yeah. yeah, get on the ground, start rolling like a big old rolling pin, and Agreed. start squashing them chickens. If you were a villain. Or a criminal mastermind, what be what would be your calling card? As much as I, I like the wet bandits from Home Alone. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I think if you're gonna be a, a calling card that you've already failed at being a villain or a mm-hmm. sneaky a sneaky guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, well, I mean you're a mastermind, right? So you could leave a calling card that doesn't that doesn't lead anyone back to you. Right, you'd figure it out. What would it be? Maybe like a, uh, like a five dollar bill. Okay, with something on it, like just just change enough so like my face is on it and they don't realize it. And so until they get into like <laughs> circulation and they start looking like, wait a minute, this is Abraham Lincoln, this is Evan. <laughs> um, I would just leave a slice of cheese in an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> the cheeser strikes again. Just have them question that. Like, was he mailing it and he left it yeah. here or? Like what happened? Just just slice of cheese in an envelope. Okay, so I'm gonna skip a card for a minute. You bastard. What is so we've seen a lot of a lot of games, a lot of stuff. Uh we <laughs> recently yeah. we absolutely have yeah, what, what is you, go ahead. A mechanic. Something new you've seen that you really like. New? Not not like not Legion based. Because that's normally what we did, right? Like Legion was what's something new that you've seen or done or played? That you're like, oh, that's actually a cool way to do that. Yeah, Forgotten Waters. The so so you know we talked about this. You can watch it on the stream. So Forgotten Waters has a digital component where they have this tiles. You you take the number from the tile, you plug it into the computer, and it has a passage and it tells you what to do next. Like kind of like a like a write your own story mm-hmm. type thing, right? Or choose your own adventure. Um, I really liked. I liked what they did. But even more than what they did with it, I liked the thought and the like, just the like, um, you know, theory of it in general is that they can go back and they can completely change that game. 
Yep. They could because yeah. nothing in there, nothing in the actual um, box, barring the book, maybe. But yeah. the book isn't even. It's just like shipwreck, or you know. Yeah, yeah. So like you could you could make an completely new game by just updating that app. Yep. And that blows my mind because yep. you know right now they have four scenarios that you can walk yes, through, right? Yeah. And it's multi chapter chapters for yeah. each scenario. You can have a hundred. Like, yeah. there's nothing stopping that, and each one unique and different. You know, because he he kind of alluded to like uh, uh, a uh, a few things, but one I would love to buy a new official character sheet pack. Yeah, uh, just I like the small tear off pages. Printing them out's fine. Like I print them out on their full pages. Yeah, they yeah. work. They're fine. But um, or uh, like updates. Like you could just release a new book. Yep. And everything else stays the same. Like all the pieces, characters, dice. Nothing else really needs to change, right? Like all the maybe if you want to release a new uh job you can just put in the book like yeah i mean that's the great thing right is you have a couple different options you can just update the app and it's a completely different game like he was even saying like hey maybe we they're going to build some intelligence i guess there's a little bit in now but even more intelligence into it where if i've played x tiles like these number tiles then this answer is going to be different versus if i played these number tiles right and so that's huge i think because then because what you and I run into a lot is, um, okay, we love Forgotten Waters, right? Yep. I've played it four times now. Yep. I'm going to play it again. If there's new people that come over, if we can ever eventually have more yeah. people in person, I'll play it with them. Yeah. And it's going to get old eventually. Any game gets old yeah. after you've played it. Like what was Twilight in Imperium, right? As your bane, right? Like Because uh, you've taught it so many times. and it's Someday just, I'll like, talk about that. Right, yeah. okay. But, yeah. but anyways, like, that's what happens with games is is those of us who know how to play the games, it's just hard to teach after a while because yeah. you're just like, I don't want to play this game yeah. again. And I think there's an opportunity with that app and the ability, like, yeah, you're right. If they just put out a book for like 10 bucks or 15 bucks, new game, yeah. you know, and it's completely different numbers, like new game. Uh, so yeah, I like that. I like that idea. You get the feeling of like a legacy game almost, but without... Oh, like yeah. paying the legacy price because I think we what do we sell it for like fifty bucks? Yeah, something like fifty that? Like, something. Yeah, and that's that fifty dot like not to just keep pitching us here, but like buy, legit, buy, like we buy, we carry buy. that one game because we really like it. Yes, right. Uh, so that game, the amount of money, I mean, sorry, not the amount, the amount of time and fun you can get out of that one box is probably more than I've seen in a long time. Like when I bought it, I bought it on a whim. Um, there's a small store, um, AC Gaming Space up in Plattsburgh. They're a great little store now. If you, get, if you live in that area, you finally have a gaming store, guys. It'd been years when I moved and there was nothing there. And I come back and you got a gaming store. It's really awesome. Yeah. Um, but I went up there and uh, they, he's like, yeah, I just got these in. Like, this is kind of like you got like an early release. And I'm like, well, I just saw it on a miniatures market thing. I'm like, oh, we're into pirates right now. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll get it. So I picked it up and I opened it up. I was reading through and... Uh, you know, normally what I would do is I'd we'd buy a legacy game, whatever the hot legacy game is, bring it up to my buddies, my buddy James's, and we'd pound through it in two days, and then we'd be done with it, and it'd be perfect, right? You get to play the whole thing, everyone got their time and money out of it, it's great. And I'm like, well, it says it's got like an app component, and so we played through it, the first adventure, and then we're immediately like, uh, we had, he had like family over after, but the next day we're like, yo, do you want to spend all day playing this? Because we had all these other plans to like learn, like play a whole bunch of uh, Fallout Wasteland Warfare, not that those were bad but like we were just so enamored we're like because any you can no you can't really be bad at the game yeah you know and that's fun so people are like hey i don't 
like you guys play a lot. I don't really want to like get beaten by guys. Like a, don't worry about it because it's cooperative. Yep. And B, there's no like hard high level strategy you really need to do to get through. Right. It's just like yeah, there's enough randomness built in that even if you've played it a bunch of times and you know exactly what to do. Yeah. Because I think with the book and like picking roles. Yeah. You know, I think you can kind of like game yeah. the system a little bit, but with the randomness, you can't, right? Yeah. And I, I like that though. So no one has to feel intimidated to play. Like you can actually, yeah. it's one of those. I used to have a shelf when I had a shelf <laughs> to put the stuff on, not just piled in the closet, where I had games that I, these were games that for people who didn't play games. Yeah. Like, like, hey, they'd come over and like maybe someone would bring their girlfriend. Like and, code names. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that where it's like, hey, they want to play a game, but they're intimidated by them. Cause sometimes yeah, there's yeah, a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a book of reading. There's... Well, that, yeah. That, so, so speaking to that, that happens to Rachel, right? And that's why it's hard to get her to commit to play a game because she's, she's said this to me. Like, she's explained exactly why. It's because whenever we play a game, it's generally a game we know and she feels stupid. Because and that's that's not uncommon, right? right? Because that's, that's because barrier. we know how to play, so we're just going at it. But then she feels dumb and doesn't want to look dumb, right? She does, she yeah. just doesn't want to look dumb, and that's very big. And so, things. like this game, um, it's similar. Like she she loves Ticket to Ride, right? Yeah. Like, and she's good at it. And so, but this game was like we streamed it. We did a live stream here on our on our YouTube channel, and like immediately afterwards, our buddy Spencer had to go home. But I was like, yo, let's play, let's play with Rachel. She's gonna love this yeah. game, and. She picked it up instantly. We've actually played it with the kids again, like, and that does not happen. That's a, that's a unique experience for the Shalansky household because generally, like I said, she don't want to play a game because she don't want to feel stupid. But if we've already played a game once, she's kind of over it. And yeah. so this game is very unique in the fact that you can get people to play. Yeah, right? it's, it's got that good theme. Yeah, pirates, right? Like it's got an easy theme. Uh, you don't. Like, there's a die roll, and it's not, like, a stat sheet, really. It's, like, you roll the die, then you add as many checkboxes as you have down here. Right. And you're, like, oh, okay, I'm the hunting guy, right? Like, and I think that I really like that, um, about that. So, mine is, um, this kind of, it started coming up the last couple of years, but the mechanic of, I guess is sort of a mechanic, but it's just a cool thing. Just bring whatever you own kind of game. So, take Frostgrave. Yeah. Frostgrave is you buy the book, books like 20 or 30 bucks, and it's like, do you have any miniatures at all? Anything. Do you have Legion miniatures? Do you have old like Warhammer? Whatever you got. You go, yep, they cool. Um, one of them's a wizard now, one of them's an apprentice, and you got just dudes. Like that's super mind-blowing, amazing to me. Because yeah. uh like a lot of the the unfortunate thing is a lot of miniature games I think could have a bigger market. Um, it's not their fault. It's just the nature of the business of making miniatures and things like that. But they're expensive. Like they're legit expensive. And so, anytime people want to shift to a new game, it's not like shifting to a new board game where everything's in the box. Yeah. Right. You just move over and I, okay, now I've got everything I need to play. Got to build and paint them everything uh, for a miniatures game. But like uh, Frostgrave's great. You just need ten models, tops maybe, not even, and you're good to go. Or uh, Gaslands. Yep. Do you have Hot Wheels cars? If you don't, they're a dollar in stores right or you can go matchbox if you want to go a little cheaper uh but like i bought i was like i i don't i threw most of my how the kid or sold yeah, yeah, sale, so i bought uh so i bought the new gaslands refueled book um because gaslands will do that here sometime soon yep um i actually just got my templates and everything so i've got dice awesome. templates and tokens and everything um so i got the book in and they had the mad max 
Last of the V8, the black on black, the magnum opus. <laughs> and it was 12 bucks. And I'm like, it's a lot for a car, but it's the car, right? right. So I bought that. And I'm like, well, uh, I'm going to want more cars because you can make little teams. Or um, you can just do like a death race. Everyone gets one and you just kind of race. I'm like, well, not everyone's going to have a car on hand. So I hate buying things on Amazon, especially when I can get them in stores. But I was just, when I was buying the book, it's like, here's 10 cars for 12 bucks. Right. And they're all Hot Wheels. And they're all look cool. I'm like, okay. So I've got $12 is in two armies of cars, really, because you get little character sheets and you can feel like this is a truck. It's got machine guns and it can ram. And then you pick like a faction. I'm going to be uh, the, I think, I don't remember off the top of my head, one's like the police that get like bonuses to like uh, ramming or uh, the outlaws. I, again, People are going to hit me all over the comments here. Sure. But it's... Do it. it do it. Get them. Um, but you pick like a little faction and you make a little army of cars and then it's you it's template-based and like it's really easy to teach and you yeah. just need... If people have got kids, they've got Hot Wheels cars, right? Like... Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, you know, because we talked about Warlords of Erewhon. Uh, very similar, right? Like you can buy models from them, but it's like, hey, do you have fantasy models? Cool. We got a book. There yeah. it is. I just ordered a book called Blaster Volume 1. Um, it's from Offspring Publishing, who does uh, uh, Gaslands and uh, Frostgrave. And it's a book of like different miniature games that people have made. And one of them's like kind of pod racing. Mm. It's like hover cars using like a Gasland kind of system. And uh, the models they use are awesome looking. They remind me if you've ever seen a, uh, a movie called Redline. Uh, if you haven't, check it out. It's really dope. But uh, mm. like these hover, like hyperistic future racing cars. And it's a lot of, you're going to see a lot of companies now just say like, hey, uh, here's some rules for a game, use what you got. And I actually think that's a really smart way to put out a game yeah. uh, because the, the worst thing is trying to make overhead for units. I mean, yeah, uh, right? Like, and you can put out a game and if it takes off, maybe look down the road at it, but it's it's just really interesting. Like I've been, uh, that kind of thing is pretty new to me. I know some people have been like, oh, I've been playing games like that forever. Um, like Dungeons and Dragons for one, right? Just use whatever, but yeah, it's uh, cool to actually play a miniatures combat yeah. game with just whatever you got. Well, and that, yeah, I mean, yeah, Warlords and Frostgrave, like it's interesting because I mean, Evan's seen it, but I have hundreds of D&D figures. I yeah. have all the, <clears throat> you know, back when I was back in Cool Mini and stuff, um, I have all the Massive Darkness stuff, the Black Plague, Zombie Side Black yeah. Plague, like I have tons of all those you know, fantasy miniatures, plus all the Warhammer fantasy stuff that I have from like eight, uh, 6th and 8th eighth, eighth edition. And I'm just like, what am I going to do with all this? And then Warlords. And I was like, excellent. You know, and so yeah. I, I think I think games would be smart to allow players to do that more. Where, sure, if you want to sell your miniatures so yeah, people yeah, can have... Like, yeah, but thing, also right? allow them to be creative and have freedom so that they can just do whatever so I don't have to invest another $500 to get into this game. And that's, that's why I like, um, you know, that's why I'm interested in uh, uh, Wild West Exodus because there's so many different varieties and we're, we're going to talk about it more and, and do a stream, but there's so many different varieties and ways to build your faction that... And an army is like 50 bucks. Yeah. Like, that's real low. That's an army with a book, dice, templates, uh, the action deck you need. Uh, yep. I mean, that's... That's a pretty reasonable asking price to get a faction that looks cool. You play the game a few times. If it's not for you, you're like, ah, okay. You're not out like, right. like for example, the the Warhammer uh, army. I, I, 
I've split one box. That's well, I split two of the Domino's uh, boxes. The new 40k stuff. Yeah, yeah. so that's two hundred dollars ish. And then uh, I had to buy the chapter approved pack to get the missions and everything. That's another forty dollars. And the mission cards are ten. And then I need just probably split another box or two of the new models to get more bikes for my white scar. Like I haven't even put them on the table yet. And I'm like $400, yeah. five. And that's not even including the models I'd bought before right. for the box I split before. So I'm yeah. like $600 in this army and I've played it like twice, or I could pay $50 to get right. a wild west army and have probably just a good, good enough time. Right. Like, uh, so it's, it's just interesting. It, I, I'm, I'm liking these lower key miniatures games cause they're just, Binds a little bit lower. Yeah. Um, and I'm liking I'm liking their the direction, right? Like the Wild West Exodus thing. I love Westerns to begin with. And to kind of combine that with like this weird spe- steampunk like technology cool. stuff, yeah, I'm just like, like, yo, aliens, sign me up. Yeah. yeah. So conquistadors is cool. But. All right, man. Well, I think that's good for this episode. So it's good catching up with everyone. I'm glad you could hear about us and uh yeah look forward to more episodes coming soon everyone stay red join us next week for another edition of the fifth trooper podcast this has been a fifth trooper production